You're listening to KU Radio with Rennie Frazier. And I'm Connor Nygaard. Tonight we have two special guests, Riley Shadows and Dante Wolf, some hip-hop rappers from Salt Lake City. Um, and they're here to share about their music and their record label, Found Dead. Riley Shadow, I'm Dante Wolf. Hey, you're listening to KU Radio. Awesome. Well, welcome into the studio, guys. Uh, we're very excited to have you. Um, if you want to start off, just maybe uh, introduce yourself and kind of what kind of music you make. Uh, my name's Riley Shadow. I, I mean, I guess I just I make rap music, which is not very descriptive, but it's it's aggressive shit, I guess. Uh, I'm Dante Wolf, and essentially I make anything that comes to mind. Um, then hip hop, pop punk. Uh, alternative, R&B, whatever it feels like is right in the moment, I guess. Damn, his answer was way better than mine. That was rough. <laughs> so I brought him, though. I guess so. So what's your, like, relationship music-wise? Uh, well, he's the co-CEO of my record label. Um, and other, I mean, we're very good friends outside of all of that. So it's like, it's not just like, oh, Hey, we have a radio show today. Let's we see each other. I'm at his house way too often. Yeah, most of the time I don't even know you're there. I just come home. And you just, yeah, you just there. show up and I'm there. I am. <laughs> no, we met through a our sound engineer Julius, who was on the show before. Um, he actually met Riley <laughs> and McDonald. <laughs> he went on the drive through and Riley was working the drive through. And he was like, came through after one of the Black Lung shows. And just he was like, "Yeah, you rap." And Riley was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Oh, come to my studio." And we ended up meeting over there eventually. Yeah. I think you actually came to one of the shows. Yeah, that's. I met there. you at a show with the. Uh, Slumdog. No. Yeah. Bayguy. Bayguy. Yeah. I don't remember what show, but yeah, we met up there, talked a little bit, and then we started working on music together. And yeah, here we are. Sweet. Do you want to talk about um, your record label a little bit? Uh, yeah. I, I started it right before, or right after I started really making music. After I dropped my first song, I was like, Damn, I need a cool name to like drop it on, like, like label to drop it under. And I was like, well, I'm not getting signed right now. So I started my own, and then uh, the, the name is Get Found Dead, which came from like a drawing I was doing and I was like oh dude get founded or get found dead was what it originally was and I was like get found it's hard so and then it was late last year beginning of this year uh me and Dante's labels totem totem records uh we merged and now it's just get founded sweet with yeah. Dante's on the I think, think we ended up just. I think Jules was kind of the final decision on that. We were just yeah. in the studio and we were like, oh, get, get found dead hard. Get found dead hard. He was that. like, why don't we all just start a label? And I was like, I like my name though. He was like, then we'll all just go under yours. Yeah. <laughs> we were all like, that. Yeah, huh? that's solid. Yeah, and I wanted to kind of take a backseat from running my own record label and just kind of focus more on the artists and merging yeah. with him gave me that freedom to do that so I can just kind of manage the other artists and focus on my own stuff rather than having to babysit everyone. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, 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 ye
Nice. Working as a team is yeah. beneficial. Yeah. A lot easier than running the show alone. And how many uh, artists uh, do you guys manage? Uh, right now, it's pretty much just three of us, right? Yeah. We had a, a lot bigger roster, but it, it gets kind of tricky. And some people you'll find they're not always totally in it. They're kind of just doing something that seems fun in the moment. And we had to take a step back and really evaluate our artists and see who really wants it and who really needs it. Because there's a lot of people out there who just want to make music and want to have fun, but they don't really take themselves too seriously. And if you don't take yourself seriously, we have to step back from those. Yeah, and it's hard to sign rappers when they when you have to add "don't touch minors" in your contract. Yeah, that is definitely and it makes it makes it very hard to sign people when they're the reason you have to put that in the contract. Yeah, rappers are notoriously hard to sign because they have this attitude that they're better than everyone, and that's kind of been the pattern in, in uh, Utah. It's like this constant game of trying to step on each other to get to the next level. And it's like never going to get anywhere doing that if you're trying to do features things like that if people know you as somebody who's always just kind of trying to screw over the next guy then it, you're not going to have a successful career so we've tried to steer clear from signing any more rappers and with more bands because they do better working in a team working in an environment where they're working with multiple artists writing songs together things like that Definitely. rappers it's like my idea is it and no other idea will so yeah, it's, it, it fuck your input, I'm gonna do what I want, and then the song just comes out shit. Yeah. How many times I've had to rewrite verses for him? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty picky when it comes to my songs. If, if you're not hitting the mark, I'm gonna expect more from you every time. Yeah. So I want all the artists to be improving, and some artists are just like, I'm the best there is. So obviously you're not. You wouldn't just be a local artist right now. So it's trying to help people kind of get in the mindset of, okay, where do you want to go? How are you going to get there? And some people never think that far ahead. They're just like, I'm just going to make music and I'm a hit. Yeah, realistically, with me starting, it was more of a, it started as more of me just wanting to have my friends with me. So it's like, when one of us comes up, the rest of us come up. And I mean, it's still kind of sticking to that, where it's like, I want to sign local people so that, uh, it's like, so that Salt Lake is coming up with everyone. It's not just... Oh, Dante makes it, but fuck Riley. Or Dante makes it, fuck Julius. It's like, Dante makes it, everyone else is coming with him. Riley makes it, everyone else is coming with him. Yeah, that's really difficult to keep with the record label, and we had to learn that lesson early on, was avoid just signing friends, because more often than not, they'll just expect you to do the work for them. They'll piggyback off that, and it doesn't work. You can't get anywhere half the record labels focused on getting somebody and the other half is like, so that can be a little tricky but I mean I think it's definitely past time for some talent to put Utah on the map I mean who do we really have we have the Osmonds we have uh, a guy from Imagine Dragons or whatever but other than that there's Brendan not really <laughs> any from Utah. yeah it's like Utah's got this huge gap where there's no real big artists that have come out of Utah, but there's so much there, talent. And there's, there's not really big mommy. artists that came, came from Utah, like born in Utah, came from Utah. I mean, I wasn't born in Utah, but like, I'm from Utah. Yeah, you've lived here long enough. I mean, well, we got Post Malone, but he just lives here. He's yeah. part-time. He's a guest, yeah. which is all right. We like him. So I think it's definitely 
gonna be next up for somebody out of Utah to make it because there's definitely people looking around here. There's a lot of talents. I mean, uh, you've got some pretty, pretty successful people out here like Adam Banks. I know do really well for themselves. Um, and just some of the talent I know, like nostalgic '90s. Fucking love those guys. Amazing, amazing. Their shit goes crazy. I don't, I don't care what state you're from. You can't knock nostalgic '90s. They're just incredible. There's so many talented bands out here. Like every live show I go to, it's like they built this community in a place where everyone frowns upon that kind of culture. I mean, the LDS hand rules pretty heavily here. So to see the hardcore community thrive and the hip hop and rap community thrive in a state like this, we've definitely got it. I think yeah. we just need to get the rest of the world on the same page. Yeah, sweet. Um, so. You guys are with, like, the hardcore, I guess, genres. Um, more or less. Do you wanna... I, I mean, I think I personally know more of the bands than he does. I mean, shit, dude, I wore literally a hardcore band's merch here today. I spent... Oh, so did he. No Cure. They're not <laughs> a local no band, but... Fuck it, dude. No Cure fucks. And, I mean, this is Spent's merch. I don't know if you guys have heard Spent, but Spent goes fucking crazy. Uh, Ryan, their lead vocalist. You see the dude; he does not look how he sounds. It is. Cr- then that's just how, how hardcore music really works. Is like, right? You see these people in the, and you're like, oh, they, they look like hard, dude. They're all sweet, nice people. It's like even this goofy little dude right here. You look at him, and he's like, and you're like, oh, he's got, he's got tattoos on his face. This is a dweeb. This dude, yeah. I swear to God, is the biggest nerd I know. Yeah, but that's what I've learned with hardcore. You get this big teddy bear of a guy, and you're like, oh, who are you? He's like, I'm the vocalist of a hardcore band. You're like, no way. And then they get on stage, and these demons just come out of them. Oh, like, that's how Ryan from Spent is. Ryan, shout out Spent. Uh, this is literally one of my favorite bands. Next to Mummy, uh, there's a couple of Sleep Cult. You guys have had Sleep Cult on here. Those are like, I love those dudes. But uh, Ryan from Spent is the sweetest dude. Like, you look at his Instagram and it's like him and his son, and it's the cutest thing. And then he's like on stage yelling about like crazy shit. And you're like, dude, that's not the same fool that just that just talked to me. But it is. And he's, I'm, they're just dope guys, all of them. Yeah, I think that's kind of the the moral behind a lot of the hardcore out here is it's like everyone's so tight-knit and they care so deeply for each other but sometimes you just gotta spin kick each other you know <laughs> get some anger out <laughs> and it works and then it works. the, the cool thing it. is though like you spin kick someone and then dap them up right out and it's like you guys just go back to being besties i saw a kid get his nose broke at black lung and dap up the kid that broke his nose and they're still cool to this day it's such a weird contrast but it, it works it's healthier than trying to kill each other outside on the street so oh definitely it's definitely. a nice place where people can come together and get, just get that aggression get that stuff out fight your homies you know yeah. in a in a consensual controlled environment don't yeah. just <laughs> don't just walk up to your friend and punch him in the face but definitely. unless there's definitely a heavy riff playing yeah then it's okay yeah, yeah friendly brawling yeah. consensual <laughs> brawling is uh Snuff tape. Snuff tape is big on the consensual ass kicking. Yep. Shout, Shout out, out Snuff Kaiser tape. Yeah. yeah. Shout it's out good. fucking Alec. All of them. Love those guys. Do people do friendly brawling at your shows? 
Sometimes, Sometimes, yeah. It depends on what songs I'm playing. <laughs> I mean, uh, I feel like a good portion of my songs you can punch someone in the face to, but I definitely shoot Loom Boogie. I, I don't give a fuck till I die. That is my favorite song I've made so far. Yep. My sets are notoriously bipolar. Uh, oh, beginning yeah. of the set, you might want to cry. The second song, you might want to hug your mom. And then by the third time, yeah, you will have you hugging somebody. your mom and punching her in the same set. It's crazy. Yeah. You never know. Got it. Got to stay versatile. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I guess uh, switching gears a little bit. Do you guys have any uh, influences personally, like as you make your music? Oh boy. Um, I mean, not to be cheesy, but Dante definitely pushes me to make way better music than I started out. Cause I don't know, I like my first song was shit. Dante definitely pushed me to make better music, and even like, even while we're making music, like. I'll be on his songs, and like I said earlier, he'll make me rewrite shit. But other than my friends, uh, I was influenced by a lot of 90s rap and shit. So like Tupac, Biggie, N.W.A. I guess N.W.A. is a little later, but uh, I'm a big fan of Wu-Tang Clan. I, I mean, I've made references to them in multiple songs. Like uh, in, I mean, newer rap, Suicide Boys, which is, you listen to my music and you're like... I've gotten it. But, oh, you sound like Suicide Boy. It's not what I'm going for. I promise. But it's just how it comes out because that's one of my influences. Uh, but yeah, mostly, I mean, obviously Eminem. I can't be a white rapper without talking about Eminem, you know. But uh, he's definitely one of my influences. Dre, like I said, Pac, Biggie, uh, Andre 3000. That dude is a fucking menace. His new albums. <laughs> Bro dropped an album of just flute music and everyone was like, this is hard. Hey, only he could do it. <laughs> only he could do it. The titles uh, are crazy, too. For real. Yeah, yeah those titles are fucked. Right, your um, turn. For me, definitely my first big influence was Akon. Oh, I was like yeah. eight years old and my very first CD, it actually wasn't, it was the Freedom album. I got that, that was the first CD I ever owned and I was like, I don't know who this guy is, I don't yeah. know how to pronounce his name, but he's fire. Who's Acorn? No, have you seen his full name? Dude, I, I shit you not long, Google is like that long, man. It's outrageous. He's got one of those really long African names, but I mean, that was my first big influence was him. I played that album on repeat over and over and over and I was like something about that's what really drew me into hip-hop was he was like right on the verge of really singing but he still had like that poetic cadence of rap and I was like that's the perfect balance for Absolutely. me and then um, we listened to Akon the second we got in the car today yeah, too. yeah shout out Akon he's doing some really cool things that's one thing I've always liked about him is for me music I've looked at it a little differently like I love music but it's also what you can do with it and he's a huge demonstration of that. He's used his career to kind of get to a dream that his father had, which was providing a better community for his fellow Africans. I mean, if you look at the city he's been working on for quite some time now. Dude, Akon City? Is yeah. that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what it's actually called, but he's trying to build a city where it provides all the necessities to people who don't have access to that. You know, got education, better health care. Uh, better living standards for his people and that's something i think every artist should strive to do and uh, there are very few artists that actually take up a challenge like that most people you know they like to make things that are relevant they oh, do it for the this. publicities occasionally you know over one pre but you have some artists out there who actually care about their people 
and those are very rare. You got Akon, Tupac was another big influence for me. Um, currently, some of my biggest influences are Black, um, The Weeknd, shout out The Weeknd, he's made Oh my god, legendary. you cannot hang out with him without listening to The Weeknd at hey, least hey, twice. Top five, top five. Top I'm five. Top yeah. five. Bro, was he on your Spotify rap this year? Yes, yes. Dante was actually my number one listen to artist, I'm just saying. So, thank you, thank you for keeping me in business. But I, don't, I have so many influences, it's, it's kind of hard to pinpoint. They're also spread out among genres. Like one of my favorite artists is Chris Cornell, uh, rest in peace. He's definitely a legend. And then you got uh, uh, someone like Seether. I love Seether growing up. Oh, yeah, Seether. That, what is it? That kind of, the, the, I think they have a song just called Country Song or something like that. Yeah, I think they were my first uh, concert that I ever went to. They're from Australia. It's like, you know, I feel like that's one thing that limits a lot of people is not having enough influences. You hear a lot of people trying to sound like one person or trying too hard to be like one person. It's like, okay, I, I get being inspired, but if you want to be that person, you're not going to make it because that person exists. So if you diversify yourself and take a little bit out of every basket, then you really have a good foundation to build yourself into a better artist. Yeah. Sure, you have more fun that way too. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's what I feel like is my strength is I'm not limited to a genre because I'm influenced by every genre. I'm influenced by music in general, and that's kind of my go-to. Uh, also, shout out Mozart, legend. Shout out Mozart. Rest <laughs> in peace. He's uh, yeah, shout a out genius. Mozart. Yeah. Oh yep. God. Undisputed. Prefer Rachmaninoff, but. Oh okay okay. I open up class. Are we ain't gonna sit here and talk about Beethoven for real. That's crazy. Overplayed. Overplayed. <laughs> What's your favorite symphony? Uh, all of them, except for the ones that were wrote by blind and deaf people. Bro, what? So not. Beethoven. So exactly. you, uh, oh my! <laughs> so when, hey, when was the last time Beethoven was on the Billboard? Never. <laughs> I don't think it existed, but I mean, we'll pretend it did. Now you got to take a sample. Make a song with the sample. It's done. It's done. That's it. Hey, that's the sign. We're tagging contract. you when we make the song. <laughs> it's just gonna be dead silence for the first ten seconds of the song. Shout out Beethoven. And then shout out. Heavy drop. Heavy drop. Crazy 808. Oh, I was thinking violin, but you know that works. that works. You can play the violin before the song too. We can record that. I need a new bridge first. So we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. You play violin too. And viola. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's where I got. Remember when I said nerd music. earlier? Yeah, oh, I've been playing the viola since I was like. You play piano? No, no. Yeah, me neither. No. I want to learn how to play the piano, but that'd I'm still tight. teaching myself how to play the violin. Oh, that'd be hard. You just hop on the track. Mozart, bro. No, that's him. That's Don't him. do that, because then I'm gonna go blind. Fuck it. Don't bring it up. <laughs> Speaking of producer tags, do you guys have producer tags? Uh, neither of us produce. Neither, but Julius Gray, okay? You go to BeatStars and listen to Julius Gray's beats. My <laughs> voice is his fucking producer tech. I am his producer tech. It's me saying, Gray, leave those motherfucking dogs alone. Which is a sample he took from my song, Twins. Uh, because, listen, he was hold. he had a dog at the time, and he was fucking with his dog, and I'm trying to record, and this dog is barking and growling at him, and he's holding his dog up in the air, so when he pre he's all, okay, I'm recording. I said, Gray, leave those fucking dogs alone. And at the end of the song, I was like, Gray does not abuse animals. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, rest in peace, that dog. Oh, God, hey. But, yeah, no. I'm Julia's greatest producer tech. I just want that to be known. Fuck that guy. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. I love Julia. I love it's, Julia. It's probably for the best that you were because the other options were terrible. Yeah, pretty out of pocket. Don't leave Jules alone with a mic. Bad idea. There was one time I was making a song with Julius, and this, he coached me because on the song, it's a song I have with him, 666. Uh, he coached me because there's a part where there's a moaning ad lib. And this dude, <laughs> picture this, question. if you will. My big ass and Julius' big ass in the studio, and he is outside the booth yelling at me, coaching me on how to moan for this ad lib. And he's like, no, 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 do it like this. And I did it. He goes, no, 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 more, more, more like this. And I'm like, bruh. And I look back on it because at the time I was just like, yeah, this is music. But at the time, <laughs> now I'm looking back and I'm like, that was fucking stupid as shit. He's like, just, just a little more disaster, you know. Just, yeah. He's like, I need more effort, more power. I moaned my own name in that song too, which felt very weird at the time. That's, that's sacrilegious. Bro, fuck it. Are, you want me to do it to you next? No. I please, will. Please, no. Next time, hey. Look out for Dante's next single. I'm moaning on it. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys had to make producer tags, what would they be right now? Like on the oh, spot? God. Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, uh, Mine would probably be, I just worked here. Oh, no, yours would be tragic. Yeah, tragic. New paddock. True. <laughs> That's kind of uh, my life. Dude, though. I don't know. Mine would be probably something lame as hell. Uh, to be honest, I don't know. It'd probably just be Shadow. Shadow? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of your like, trademark ad lib. Shadow, Shadow, Shadow. Yeah. Uh, uh, kind of like ski mask type ad lib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, no, I don't know if that would suit your style. You say, oh, a lot. In oh. Your <laughs> it's oh. so funny without the beat because you just, oh. Yeah, I can't record with this motherfucker without him being like, oh. Making fun of me. Yeah, that's your new tag for sure. Yeah, definitely. Nice. Do you guys have any? I see you have a lot of tattoos. Do you have any funny tattoos or any funny stories oh, yeah. attached to those? This is my question. Okay, <laughs> let me give you a little tour real quick. I have a giant juice box on my arm because I know this is obviously not a visual thing. It's a giant juice box that says Sad Boy Juice. Uh, it was way bigger than I meant it to be, but fuck it, we ball. Um, I have the word yeet tattooed on my arm, right above my elbow pit, if that's, I don't <laughs> That's why I'm... Uh, I have my own name tattooed on me, because I'm that guy, okay? <laughs> uh, I have a, a rat tattooed on me. Now, the rat does have meaning, but... Ratatouille? No, my first, the cover of my first song was the rat holding the sign that said Riley Shadow. That was so close. Very close, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ratatouille, shout out. Shout out, Remy, my boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you have any fucking stupid tattoos? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, he has one on his ass, actually. It's my <laughs> face. No. Actually, that's the one place I haven't tattooed yet. Um,. Pause. Look at me like that. This is the only know. place you like haven't I... tattooed yet. Oh, okay. And other areas, you know. I don't think I have any funny ones. Mine are... Most of my tattoos consist of this. My my best friend does a lot of my tattoos, and he'll text me and be like, "Hey, you want a tattoo?" Shout like, out sure. Brandon. 
yeah shout, shout out, out falco. shout out young falco and i just kind of let him put whatever he wants i mean like right now he just laid down the line work for a little like dagger with the oni mask on it damn what he do that it's still healing but we got a lot of work to do on it but yeah he just kind of does whatever for those of us that are not here dante will just pull down his legs Sorry. He shaves them. Hey, it's only like a quarter shaving. I had to shave a strip for him to tattoo it. So it's fire. I look like a zebra right now, but it's okay. You've been look like that. True. Black and white hair. But no, I don't really have any funny tattoos. Most of my tattoos are like album covers or names of songs or Meaningful ideas that came shit. from and songs. I have the juice box. Sad boy juice box. It goes kind of dumb, you know. I'll have to think of a good tattoo to get. It's just for the Bro. gits and shiggles. I will say, he has a... Was it Die Twice right here? Yeah. And that, he got that right before he got his thyroid taken out. <laughs> and the yeah. thing is, he has faked his own death. He is on his XXX Tentacion shit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he has Die Twice with some barbed wire on his neck right here, which goes absolutely stupid yeah, it's it like right at, right above my my thyroid removal scar because i was like this scar is gonna look really gnarly people are gonna His think i got decapitated that's so foul <laughs> but i look like a failed uh, decapitation so i was like yeah, i'm just gonna put die twice crazy. above it his tattoos go stupid i love his tattoos but shout out like shout out falco again yeah, and shout out falco. Oh, yeah great artist menace Falco's a menace. What's your favorite tattoo you've seen out of like the hardcore scene? Ooh. Oh, bro. Okay, it's hard because the ta uh, the hardcore scene is full of like traditional, like American trap. You saw it on Julius when he was here. He has the the whole sleeve, the job stopper on his fucking fist. Like, so there's a lot of cool tattoos. I I I mean I don't. I'm not at the shows like, hey, bro. Let me let me take a peek at that real quick. <laughs> we should be. I should though. Maybe tonight at the show I'll do that for you guys. I'll record it, post it, tag you guys. And be like, guys, like. You do like they do in jail. And as soon as you go in, it's like pulling aside for a mugshot and document every single tattoo. Yeah. You can have like a local for locals tattoo roundup. Yeah, that'd be bro, sick. that'd be hard. Yeah. Just don't let, let it be FBI known here that it was that. me and Dante's idea, <laughs> or me and Dante sparked the idea. It was his idea. Yeah, I, mean, I just work here. here in this, yeah. In this yeah. It's in this studio. Shout out U of U. Shout out U of U. Yeah. Little fuck with BYU. I'm trying to think of some time I've school. seen. Oh, I, I do think Oso's got a pretty sick one. Oso? Yeah. Oh, hell. Bro, <laughs> the barcode on his face, bro? No, not that one. No, that uh, one goes crazy, though. <laughs> it's, it's not actually a barcode. It's like it's, ruins going down his face. It uh, is kind of tight, but like, we're his friends, so we had to make fun of him. When I first saw it, I didn't have my glasses on, so it looked like a barcode. But um, he's got one that's like half of it's on one arm, and then half of it's on the other. So when you put both that goes together dumb. like that, yeah, oh. no, I like that. And it's uh, it's actually hey, shout out Julius's heartbreaking tattoo on his knee. His what? He has a tat. Er, he got it covered now. But he has a tattoo on his knee that said heartbreaking. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember when he got that one. That was and every so time bad. he tried to make fun of one of my tattoos, I'd be like, "Bro, at least they're all spelled correctly." Wait, who no put records. that on there? Who who? Some stuff? chick. He was hanging out with some chick, I guess. And did she, she like, break his heart? No, she tattooed it on him. But she didn't break his heart. No, they, I don't. That's, I don't think they were doing okay. it like that. But it's good thing you got that covered. But bro, I told Julius the second he told me about that tattoo, I was like, 
if I ever meet the woman that put that tattoo on your knee, I am dogging on her because that is crazy. And I got the opportunity of a lifetime and I met her. <laughs> and I and I kept my promise good. I dogged her. I was like, I get it. English class is hard. So, what? hey, shout out English class. Shout out dyslexia. I don't think dyslexia is to blame for heartbreaking, but we'll roll with it. We'll roll with it. Oh, God, yeah. Well, before we wrap up, do you guys have anything else you want to shout out? Any other stories you want to tell? Uh, any, anything you need to plug? Shout out Douse the, the Devil. Dante's album that came out like a, almost a year ago. Uh, we're still repping it. Uh, um, not really, no. Shout out to all the dogs out there. Not shout like people who think they're the dogs, but the actual dogs. Yeah, literal dogs. Not yeah. shout out Coda. Yeah, Dante's shout dog. out shout out my dog Coda. How do you shout feel out about Cleo. cats? It depends on the cat. If it's oh, okay. the cat at his house, widow, we don't fuck with that cat. She's a menace. She's an issue. Yeah. Um. Shout out. Uh. Black my Lung. roommates, bro. Shout out my roommates. Shout out Black Lung Society. Julius is a bitch, but we won't talk about that. Yeah. Free oh, eggs. oh, shout out Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Free X. Oh, I thought you meant Free All War. Yeah. And my brother. Hey, free free Nede. Oh, God. And that's it. No, we're <laughs> 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 You guys got any socials you need to plug? Oh, uh, I'm pretty sure all of mine are just Dante Wolf. Yeah. Uh, follow me on uh, TikTok. My TikTok is Riley Shadows Bathwater. <laughs> my Instagram is just Riley Shadow. <laughs> Thank God. Hey, and I have a song, Sleeping Beauty, coming out on December 31st. It's about my girlfriend that Dante engineered. Awesome. And that shit goes crazy. So listen to that when it comes out. Cool. Thanks yeah. for coming in, guys. Cool. Um, we appreciate our conversation with uh, Dante Wolf and Riley Shadow. Make sure to go check them out on all platforms. We had a great conversation with them today. And uh, check out their label. Um, get Found Dead. Get Found Dead. Is it Get Found Dead? Like, get found dead. Yeah. Get found dead. Okay. Yeah, so but it's get, like, like get found. Founded. Get found in okay. a dumpster dead. It just know. sounds like get founded. Okay. Yeah. Definitely go check that out. Um, and this has been local for locals. Thank you. Time I laid eyes on you, had to take you for a ride, spend time on you. Wanna get into your life, really see into your mind, see how the stars shine on you. Picture perfect, baby girl, I'll put it in frame. Visions of a white dress and you sharing my name. Light eyes, cute smile, and a beautiful face. You gotta about to go and buy a ring. Uh. Life's a movie and you're my favorite scene. Uh. She the woman of my dreams. Uh. Love everything about it, she ain't gotta change a thing uh. Feel the pain and I see the scars Wanna take away the angst and the broken heart I see all the trouble deep behind the thoughts Still finds a way to smile through the cold and dark uh.